Hello, let's watch TV listeners. Hello, listeners. Except wow. it's not let's watch TV for the next five weeks. It's let's watch Broadway. Right, right. And if you didn't know that, we will be resuming TV shows. And again, if you want to support the podcast and you want to pick a TV show for us to watch, head over to Patreon because we're starting something new. You call in. They're all call-ins now, so you get to hear your own voice on the podcast if you give us a suggestion. Right. The number for the Let's Watch TV hotline is on, and only on, Patreon. So if you'd like to come become a Patreon member, you'd like to support the podcast, keep us on the air, and give us a suggestion for a TV show to watch, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. And we love and thank all of our Patreon members. Now, Joe, it could be a movie too. Let's watch TV. It could be a something on Netflix. Net, oh. you know, it well, could apparently be we're streaming. changing the rules right in front of my eyes. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if you guys know, maybe you're watching online. Maybe you're not. I don't know what's going on with you, but... We are in New York City right now. We flew to New York. We're here for five. We're here for five days, seeing six. Wait, four days. Four days, five seeing shows. five shows. And the first show that we saw last night was "Some Like It Hot" at the Schubert Theater. Exceptional, exceptional, exceptional. We right. will be getting into that. But let's just start with how <laughs> how did this trip start? Oh, it was Fran. It, was, it started really good. It started fantastic taking a flight to LaGuardia. Joey gave up his beautiful seat for me, which was a big surprise. I've never had a dog sit near me on a plane before, but he was very good, you know. Okay, um, you sitting back, you sitting in first class was so funny because it was like, <laughs> it was the opposite. Before. It was the opposite of when Rose goes down to the peasant cabin to visit Jack in the Titanic. <laughs> You were just like, oh, my word, my stars with eyes <laughs> wide open. Well, God, the seat was wider and foot room and leg room. I'm not, you know, Dad and I are the peasants who sit in the back, you know, so I thank you for Don't giving me that. Don't ever call yourself a peasant. Well, I'm part of the, okay, I won't. In public. But it was very nice. So it, it starts that. <laughs> okay, listen. Then this happens. <laughs> This, oh, God, I'm not laughing. I'm nervously laughing. No, I'm not. No, no shade. But this waddling penguin that I'm with. I don't waddle. Too bad. Well, you got, Mom, you got fake knees. It's okay to admit your waddle. It has nothing to do with my knees. She's she's hobbling. I'm not hobbling. The, what's, the word, what's the adjective? Not fast walking with well, a I'm slight walk, off I'm not, balance. I have to admit, I don't have that much activity i try i'm starting i'm better than i was last year you're you doing great it. you're doing great and it's very cold out and you know taking in that cold you know maybe a little short of breath but i no, i wasn't did talking it. about you being short of breath huh i'm not talking about you being, you're okay you just first of all you're walking with a goddamn giraffe over here so <laughs> yes. no matter what's going on with you you're going to be walking slower i run four so, steps to his one stride honestly god she's having she's hope carrying her bags the bags aren't really rolling like they're supposed to so i have three bags because i'm going i've been i was home for a week before this then we went to new york whatever i'm a heavy packer get over it the smallest bag is all of the podcast equipment and it's super small it's away luggage shout out to away this is not sponsored but shout out to away yes the best luggage i've ever had in my life yes 
It's beautiful. Rolls like butter. So I'm like, okay, mom, give me your dilapidated. It's not, it's new. Your luggage, that suitcase that you have yeah. is the equivalent to when you see a cartoon of a homeless person with a stick and a bandana at the end of it. <laughs> that is the luggage equivalent. It's new. I only used it twice. Then you were bamboozled. I guess TJ Maxx. Bamboozled you. Okay. So I give her the small suitcase with the equipment. We're in the cab line. We get a cab. I put my luggage in the cab and my mom hops in the cab and we take off. We get to the hotel. We're unloading all the luggage. I'm like, where? this isn't enough. Where's the small suitcase? And what were your first words? I don't remember. Where you? Where did you put it? I took Where did you put it, Joe? I gave and it I to rolled you. it towards you. When I was I'm used to traveling with dad and I took the luggage I had and I rolled it towards you. You put your three bags in and I guess you expected your mother to lift it and put that in the thing. No, did you see that taxi driver was helping us put the bag? I was yes. put, giving him a bag. I gave him my bag. You give him your bag. It's a, But instead she oh, rolls see. the away luggage down the goddamn street. No, towards you and the cab Which guy. who knows if it actually ever went there because you probably pushed it and turned at the same time. I saw what I was Whatever doing. Whatever you were doing, I the bag was you. not in the section where bags were getting loaded. No, Whatever I, I, no, you were I rolled to- it down to American Airlines. Oh, honey, we're not going to be arguing about this, Linda. <laughs> you rolled this bag somewhere where it was not supposed to be. Well, okay, I'll only admit this. I'll oh, admit no, this. There's if, a lot. If, if, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If, it doesn't, this. if this no, doesn't let me just start this with, to, to all our this was my fault. Fans. Let me. No, no. I'm not saying it is. Oh, well, I am. I'm not saying it's your fault. Oh, right. Because it's what not whose fault. What I'm saying is I'm used to traveling with dad. And when I make my motion, he is right there with me. But I also will, will say that I was responsible for that piece of luggage. Obviously, you travel a little bit different, but I was responsible for that piece of luggage because it was in my hand. So therefore, now when I travel with you, I know that I'm responsible for getting it to into the car and getting it moving. If you are holding, I, totally I don't know. It, it just seems like if you have a piece of luggage, you're like, I, it's Dad your. Dad always lifts my luggage and puts it in the car. I when never you do give it. it to him, Mom, when you hand it off, when okay. you see it off, okay, there is no seeing it off, okay, but. I was responsible for that piece of luggage. I will take total responsibility. Please pause for the internal heat stroke that I'm having reliving <laughs> this situation. I'm having hypertension. <laughs> we get to the... Okay, also, we have... I have built... I'm going to say I have built a pretty stacked itinerary for us. We're going shows, great. Dinner. I I have I did extensive research on where to eat. We'll get to that. And um the itinerary's pretty tight. There's not a lot of wiggle room, especially day one, which was get to the airport. We have about an hour and a half to get ready before we have to be at dinner at five, leave the restaurant by six thirty, walk to the theater, get in. Like it was bop 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 bop. So I come down from whatever I'm doing, and the first thing that I'm thinking is we got to get new podcast equipment before anything, because if I know anything about lost luggage, it's a crapshoot if you ever get it back. And 
Because it laid on the curb. It stayed on the curb. And that's the thing, too. It left the carousel, which I knew was going to be an issue. Like, it was no longer Delta's problem. It left the carousel. So I frantically go down the street. There happens to be, like, a guitar center pretty much down the street. And they had all the podcast equipment I needed. I spent $1,800 to get. Like, because... In that suitcase, she's over here shaking her head at shame. <laughs> In that suitcase was all of the podcast equipment from my house, from your house, from all of it, and the luggage, right? Like, all gone. So I go, I buy all new stuff, I come back, and I'm plus like... Plus your flash drives, plus your couple pieces of your clothing. And I, f- I was on the phone with Delta the whole time trying to figure it out. They're basically telling me there's nothing I can... Which was crazy. The only thing they told me that I could do was fill out a lost and found slip like a damn third grader from LaGuardia Airport. I was like, oh God, this is not promising at all. And Gasper, what did Gasper tell you? Gasper's like, oh yeah, New York's full of extremely kind people. I'm sure you're going to get it back in one piece. I'm like, you're an ass. Especially if the luggage says fragile on it. (laughs) Yeah, it said fragile on the side. So... So then we'll just go in chronological order. Yeah. So we're like, forget about it. And we go to dinner and we ate. Well, first of all, you were on the phone a long time before that with Delta trying to figure out what to do, putting in your claim, talking to your people on your status. You know, this is what's happened. Trying to talk them through. Okay. So now you've got. But I think I, I. And you were really, really, really professional. I was so proud of you. So we made... (laughs) We... So we... (laughs) You just waved me off. (laughs) I don't... I don't... I don't... You're still my kid. I don't want compliments. So I don't know why... This is the one thing I do have to say. I don't like when people give compliments for what you're supposed to do. The whole time I was on the phone with those Delta people, I was like, this is my fault. This is our fault. This isn't their fault. There's no need to be nasty or mean to try to get what we need. And those bag, whenever I go to the baggage claim, because lost bags happen, I always say, I know you guys have the hardest job and deal with the meanest people. So before we start, just know I'm going to be nice. And they laugh and we start on a good note. Right. But there, and and I, I just don't like when people give other people compliments for doing, for being a basic base level human being and doing what you're supposed to do. Let me just segue just a quick second. Today I was having breakfast downstairs in the lobby, sitting at the bar and having breakfast. And the waiter was there working with me. And when I was just about done with breakfast, he said, it is in his, he said, it's so nice to deal with somebody so nice. It makes it so easy and makes my day so easy. And I looked at him and I said, you're kidding. And he said, no, it's so nice taking care of you this morning. And he said, it's not like that all the time. And I go, well, what happens? And he goes, people just say, get me my coffee. Give me my coffee. Here, here's my cup. Get me my coffee. I go, people talk to you like that? And he goes, all the time. And I said, well, that's sad. I'm from Michigan and Michigan oh, people are very nice. <laughs> he goes, yes, they are. Unless they're trying to kidnap the governor. But no, but, anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I just had to add that because 
Yeah. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't take a lot to be nice to people. Yeah. Like even last night after the show, I was trying to buy a, I walked past one of those little kiosks on the road and I was trying to get a one last piece I needed to be able to do the podcast, a little adapter. And the guy was talking to me like I was a fucking idiot. I almost stopped and I was like, I know what I'm talking about. You you tech illiterate swine. No, you didn't say that. Just give me what I want. I'm thinking it in my head, but I... (laughs) I was like, that is both, that one piece is both things I need. He's like, this is just one. I was just like, just fucking give it to me. Just, give me, just right, give me just that. Why don't you you just were shut like, the hell up and give me what I want. Shut him up, right? So but go ahead. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, 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 that's my two cents. So we very quickly just turned it into a joke. You did. I think we just like, we were just like, fuck it. The bags are gone. I was walking on. Eggshells. <laughs> I'm talking eggshells the whole damn night and this morning. <laughs> oh, you will be for the rest of your. I will never let this go. Well, I will always. Well, you're gonna up. let it go sometime. Just throw it in the grave oh. with me. Just boop. Done with that. I've tortured my mother. All enough. your podcast. She's repented cool. enough. Okay, it's been 20 years. I'm putting her in a nursing 20. home. You're gonna carry this on forever, Mom. All of this podcast equipment is going in your coffin with you. It's replaceable. I'm not. No, but just so we always know where it is. So we never lose it again. And <laughs> anyway, we did oh. say we we're like, at least we're not hurt. At least we're not harmed. At least oh, at least you didn't fall, mom. At least you didn't land on your head. At least you didn't break your hip. I go, why is it always got to be about me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why. Because when we're on our way to the show, she walks into the road and almost got ran over by a motorcycle <laughs> a little a scooter mom a scooter. okay it was a very crotch fast rock, scooter a, <laughs> it was not a scooter I it was like a crotch rocket vespa hybrid but it almost ran he your almost ass over saw me coming in the street and i had he grabbed it up like he her, wanted to hit me everybody i grabbed her by her hood <laughs> and yanked her back like a little kid who gets too close to the edge of the pool like it was like <laughs> all of a sudden i feel yank my throat <laughs> and then we finished and the first thing she says to me instead of saying thank you for saving my life joe she looks at me and goes can you fix my hood <laughs> not believe that i was like oh shit it's gonna be a long week <laughs> you said you were wait couldn't wait to do this with me now you anyway we went to gallagher steakhouse oh, for for dinner oh. which is in the heart of the theater district directly across the street from where funny girls are currently playing and let me tell you what gotta go people. oh my if god you're in new york city why don't you describe it for them to me, it, 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 it was, it's been open since 1925 or 1927, and it's that steakhouse that you can imagine that the Rat Pack visited and all the stars. I mean, it was a steakhouse. It was with wood. It was old school. It was older waiters. It was fabulous. It just was when you come to New York, that feels like I'm in New York. Now, I mean, when, this is really cool. Now, when you say Rat Pack, you're not joking. This no. We did a little research. It's been open for over 90 years. Yep. Hasn't, you know, it's been, it's updated. It's yeah. very nice. Oh, it's but so it's, nice. But it, the feel hasn't changed. And nope. when you say Rat Pack, you're not exaggerating because there's pictures of them yep. at the restaurant all over. And I have to tell you, you said that when we first sat down, you're like, the Rat Pack and Frank Sinatra must have been here. And when I went to the bathroom, the bathroom really hasn't changed. The urinals are huge. They are like at eye level and then go all the way down to the floor. And when I was at the urinal, all I could think of is this urinal has probably (laughs) seen Frank Sinatra's dick. Joey. It's true. I was like that. that. 
Mom, it's true, though. That's nasty words. <laughs> Why does a urinal need to be up to your eyeballs? I, I've never seen a urinal so big in my life. Ever in my life. It was huge and, like, built into the wall. Built into the wall? Mom, I swear to God, if there was, like, an earthquake or something, I could have climbed in it. It was huge. <laughs> it was huge. Huge. It looked like... It looked like like a sarcophagus for a mummy. It was so big. Wow. Well, they really... Mom, it was so big, I could have taken a step forward and my feet would be in water. Well, they definitely catered to the men in the steakhouse establishment because the woman's bathroom was very, very nice. Mm -hmm. But it it was updated. For sure, it was updated. But nothing quite... But these... Like, let me make your sink bowl a little bit bigger so you can put your whole body in it. I mean, they didn't do Dude, that. Well, this, mom, these urinals were not an update. You could, like, tell. These That's were, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. But let's rate the food out of 10. How many, how many. What um, do we have? How many, <laughs> let's say this, since we're talking about food, how, <laughs> what, what should we say? What should our unit of measurement be? Well, first of all, when you, I don't. What do you mean? A measurement of how much we ate? Yeah, we'll do this for for where the places we eat. Do you want? Well, we should we measure it in apples? Should we measure it in noodles? Should we measure like it? Does it get five stars? Five apples or <laughs> like what is it? What is five there? five tap forks? Shoes. We'll do forks. Huh? Forks. Okay. How many forks do you give the food at Gallagher? What's the highest number? Five of forks. forks. Ten. You, you can't. I can so, go over. Okay, fine. Ten forks. I sol- a solid five forks. It's, yeah, you guys. Whoo! It's a. I'm not gonna lie. It's a pretty penny. Yeah, also, it's, it's New penny. York, though. So yeah. if you're coming here, especially if you're planning on eating in the theater district in Midtown, you just like you know. Well, we paid those prices in Seattle. I hate to tell you. Well, I know, but if you're coming here to do this, what we're doing, like just be ready to throw down some coin on the food. Right. If but one thing I want to say: when you walk into the steakhouse, what you see to your right is a whole glass, glassed-off room with all the different types of meat and steaks in there that are dry Age aging. Yeah. In incredible what you see <clears throat> it was crazy it was crazy so that's what you see coming in so anyway you ordered the biggest filet mignon oh, well, i've ever stop seen it. in and my here's life what i asked them i don't eat more than maybe a four ounce filet six ounce is a lot for me but about a four ounce and they only had a 10 what, no they had a 10 and a 14 a 14 like and 10 was their small 10 and i looked at him i said by any chance can i get a six ounce i thought let me just don't go down to the slip you know slivers and he goes no ma'am 10 is the smallest you can get and i go jesus joe had to help me a little bit with that because that's a lot of steak and i am telling you it was the best steak i could cut it with my fork it was so good so good and we had so many and you had what God, we had calamari and burrata with peppers. Never had and, burrata. It was so and good. We, oh, the bread, incredible. Oh, my God. This, they had this, like, thick, very dense, almost sweet bread with, like, a whole date in the middle of it or Can fig I, or something. It was delicious. Can I say something about that? Sure. Um, you, that it was so sweet it made my feet You always off. know why you look the way you do, and I'm a pretty chunky little girl. And so next to me was a skinny <laughs> bitch, and what she – her what I – saw her do to the waiter she goes here take this bread basket and he takes it away from the table and he comes to us and he goes should i take your bread basket i go no leave that here yeah you did you're like no we'll leave the bread please (laughs) and i thought 
This is why I look the way I do. I'm not going to give up that brick That's basket for fine. anybody. It was so good. Anyway, go ahead. That's fine. So it was great. Loved it. Fantastic. Solid five forks. Then we go walk to some like it hot. You almost get run over by a motorcycle. So now let's talk about the show. Oh, my God. First of all, you want to give them a little bit of a synopsis? Yeah, it's a new musical comedy about two hours and 30 minutes long. It's now playing at the Schubert Theater, which is a synopsis of the plot of the show. Right. And the plot of the show is it's set in 1933, Chicago and San Diego during the Prohibition. And it's about two musicians who witness a mob killing and they have to get out of town or they're going to get killed. So they wind up being part of a all woman's band. So they have to dress as women and, and to be part of this band. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a revival of the 1959 film, Some Like It Hot with Jack Lemon, Tony Curtis and Marilyn Monroe. Jack so, Lemon? It's Jack Wait, Lemon. Jack Lemon from the, from the Odd, Odd Couple, couple yes. and Grumpy Old Men? Yes. Was in the original Some Like It Hot? Yes, and after oh, time... Shut, with Marilyn Monroe. With Marilyn Monroe, and, and such interesting backstory to all that. So if you've... But first, if you've never seen the movie, please see it, too. If you get a chance to come to New York or the show comes to tour in your town, you've got to see it. It is phenomenal. It It plays very much to the film. There are some updates that they have in in the in the show that I'm not going to tell you about. So, it is very dance heavy, tap heavy, amazing sets. The choreography is incredible. The costumes are unbelievable. The way the set moves in and out. Definitely, definitely. This was a highlight. We came out of that show just laughing and smiling and happy and and you know what? It also made me realize seeing a show on Broadway is just so special. I don't care how good it is when it comes touring to your town. It's still very, very good. But there's something about seeing a show on Broadway that just is even more special. And it feels like the talent is just so incredible. So oh, the, in the, it was... The talent was... Beyond. Unbelievable. But if you love the show, it's... It's rated as the hottest show on Broadway right now, from what I read. It's new. It's going to be there for a little while. So take a flight out if you can and see it. If not, if it tours your town, got to see it. It's a happy, happy show. Great show. Loved it. Loved the modern twists they put on it. A bit. So I will describe the show as this, which I really like. First of all, everybody, when you're listening to these next five, I'm not going to say I'm a Broadway critic, but I do pick shit apart when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. It was, first of all, amazing. It was such an old school Broadway feel, yes. which is what it gave me. It gave, it was giving me very anything goes. It was giving me very thoroughly modern oh, Millie. Absolutely. It was giving me very uh, just that classic kind of. Just that that feel, you know, mm -hmm. that sound and that feel, just that classic Broadway feel um, is like bringing that back, which right. I loved. Right. And also when you see a show, personal opinion, I think it's very you're either seeing a dance heavy show or a sing heavy show. And this one was very clearly dance heavy. A musical, I mean. Yeah. yeah. When you see a musical. Right. This one was so, so dance heavy. And oh, my God, can these people friggin' move? Oh my gosh. Oh. The choreography on one of the last numbers was 
Took your breath away. We can kind of describe it without giving anything away. There's this scene in, first of all, act two, fantastic. Act, act one, fantastic. Act two, holy shit balls is what it is. Oh. <clears throat> There's this scene where we won't really tell you why or what's going on without giving it away. But they're running out. They're escaping from these mobsters, right? And, you know, the two guys are in drag and, and the whole... Everybody at the hotel, all the bellhops, all the people, and the police are all chasing each other. But this whole chasing is probably what, Mom? Ten, ten minutes long? Maybe not that long, but it was long. It, it, it felt good long. It was less than five, but it felt like there. And the whole thing's like a tap number. All of it, just about. They're tapping. They're moving. They're running around. They're coming in and through, out of doors. in and out of doors. The doors are moving position. Right. There's stairs. There's people interacting. There's costumes. There's lines. There's like random blurts of singing, all while just moving. Honestly, it's a stage manager's nightmare. Like that stage manager oh. must have to pop a Xanax before that show. Oh Holy my god! Shit. Oh my Whoever god! Whoever choreographed that. So I gotta genius. say this: one of the coolest things. So shout out to one of the lead actors, Christian Borel. Borel. Mm -hmm. Christian Borel, who plays Joe mm -hmm. slash Josephine, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Incredible actor. Incredible actor, first of all. Oh, my God. Wonderful vocals. Exceptional dancer. Mm -hmm. He's in this big high-tech scene, right, everybody? And he's in high heels doing the show. And one of the things that I love the most about live theater Not is that anything can happen. Anything. Anything can happen at any time. And that is the the magic of live performance. Not even, I'm not even talking musicals. I'm not even talking Broadway. Like the that is the beauty of live performance. That's why I love doing stand-up comedy because it's like anything can happen, right? So we're watching the show and he's running and going through these stores and you see his shoe, like the strap must have buckled or something like that and he brought it off and he was like hobbling around with two shoes and then he's kind of behind a door but you can still see it he flips off both of his shoes throws it slides it across the stage to the to the wings and he did the rest of this number in bare feet and there was tap yeah he he gets up there does his little tap solo and him and the other leader looking at each other just like laughing like what yeah. are you gonna do yeah and he did the rest of that entire scene in bare feet feet right. and you could see like other people looking at him just on stage just like they were trying not to break character but they were smiling so big and he's like what are we gonna do and it was so cool but it didn't really you, did, from you really didn't it didn't take away from the scene at all and maybe there's some people that didn't notice it and maybe some people thought it was he was supposed to be in bare feet you know what I mean? Maybe. It did not. He did it so well he made that move so well <laughs> yeah incredible. he literally he did it so well mm -hmm. And all of the actors, too. I'm sure they made a couple last-minute changes in there to um, to accommodate what was going on. Right. But it was just, oh, I love, I love when, I love that. That's the most exhilarating part because you have to use actor's instinct to recover something like that in a way that makes sense and doesn't harm the show. Right. Which is so cool. So good. So cool. Another big shout-out to Adriana Hicks, who was on Broadway for... One of the roles, Catherine of Aragon in Six, left that role to oh, come yes. do this role. She plays Sugar Cane, Sugar Cane, yep. in Some Like It Hot. And to say that she's fantastic is an understatement. Understatement. Her voice is just so 
soothing. I always wait for a moment when the singers sing and it do you ever get chills when a good singer singing? Mm-hmm. Me too. It ha- when she was singing, it happened to me like three or four times. Just like, oh, unbelievable. J. Harrison G. Oh my God, this guy can move, can move, can act, can sing. It's phenomenal. Right. You know, it's going to be so hard when. I hope this show does well. I hope it does so well that they can tour with it. Right. But I do have to say this. I'm scared for the touring cast to live up to these actors' shoes because I Huge. can't even imagine. It's just so good. So good. And, you know, when you read the bios, who's who in this cast, they're incredible. Incredible. You know, these people come from big backgrounds. I mean, Mark Latito, who played Spats, the gangster, he's been on TV, City Fire, He's been in Law and Order. He's been in different TV shows. He was a mobster in Jersey Boys. I thought he looked familiar, and that's where I remember oh, him. Oh, yeah. He's been in a lot of different things, and so good. And he taps. And he sings. They all. I th- I'm pretty sure everybody oh, in the cast had to tap. It's, it's dance-heavy, tap-heavy, heavy-heavy. It was just unbelievable. Do you know that, let me go back a minute, Andriana Hicks, who played Sugar, was a backup singer for Michael Bublé. I didn't know that, but I don't doubt it. Yeah, she was a backup singer for him. And I was like, oh my God, he must have some amazing backup singers. But anyway. What was the other lead's, what was the other lead's name? Was her, she was like, kind of like the leader oh, of the band? She was Sweet like, Sue? yeah, she like was, she this was woman. everybody's mama and took care of everybody. And she was the leader of the band. Natasha Yvette, Yvette Williams, Holy hell, she's got some pipes. She's got some pipes. And you know what's really funny is I looked at... um, Oh, another thing I have to say. Is it Natasha Yvette Williams? I literally just said that. Yeah, sorry. I... The cool thing about the show is chorus leads everyone. They are... I thought the show did a really good job of taking humans and letting them play humans. It's just... Especially... um, Getting a little, I'm, I say getting a little bit older. I'm in my early 30s. But sometimes you look at these casts of these shows and it's like all early 20s people just moving and grooving and doing their own thing. And right. it's just like kind of like makes you think like, I don't think this is a real representation of the people who can do this. Right. And in this cast, with how dance heavy it was, an array of ages. Yeah. Some very young, probably first Broadway appearance folks and some, I'm not, not seniors as senior citizens, no. but some Broadway vets are in here. Yes. And, and it was cool to see those characters play those characters without um, any negative connotation for who they are. Right. There's an array of body types in there too yes. who are moving like the rest oh, of them. Oh, yes. And it's, and I and the cast is, I thought, wonderfully diverse. Yes. And it was a true to me. I really think that the casting, yes, but the characters themselves and who they are was a just a good slice of America. It was. Well, it was great. It could, yeah, right. It was good. It yeah, was great. It was very, very good. What else you got for some like it hot? Oh gosh, the costumes. <laughs> oh, were insane! Unbelievable. Especially when they had to fit them, because I, you know, being in a little bit of costume at the theater, 
you realize what it takes when I watch some of these wonderful women build costumes, but they had to build costumes, a female costume to fit a man's body and put the waist in the right place and things like that. It's just what a beautiful job they did at fitting these costumes on these guys, you know, because it is part, you know, it's, it, they they are in drag probably 80% of the show, yeah. 70% of the show. And it's beautiful. They put it together, but everybody, the leads, the leads, oh, unbelievable. It was great. It if was you fantastic. love costumes, you're going to love this one. If you love costumes, if you love singing, if you love dancing, if you love a little old school, art the deco, prohibition type right. sound and feel, then right. this show is for you. This show is um, for you. Let me tell you what, if you're in New York, you got to catch some like it hot at the Schubert Theater. It's yep. absolutely fantastic. You won't regret it. Thanks for listening to Let's Watch TV, aka Let's Watch Broadway for the next five weeks. And if you want to support the podcast, you can become a podcast Patreon member at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. And with that, oh, by the way, I just wanted to tell you something really quick that I found. If you look in your playbill, there's an advertisement for Six, the musical, and it's actually the original Broadway cast. Oh, wow. The girl who's in the very middle playing Catherine of Aragon. That's Adriana Hicks, the girl who plays the lead in Some Like It Hot. Seriously, so I didn't notice in that. in this program for the show that she's in and the ad for the program that she, for the show that she used to be in is in the same playbill. I wish I wish I, I wish I would have had you push me a little more to see six. God, I know. I wish we could do it. We'd have to stay another day if we did. But we're seeing and Julia instead. Can so we see, we'll a, see a matinee on it? <laughs> Not that day. Anyway, hey, you guys, thanks so much. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski, where you can get more. The Let's Watch TV hotline is in there for you to call and give us suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for being around and keep tuned this month for Let's, Let's Watch, Watch Broadway. Broadway. Bye, everybody. <laughs>